Maybe I should give you that one, ambush you a little. Who can explain why an African summit is held in Germany? Because African leaders listen better when a non-African is calling them to a party to talk about their affairs. (laughs) (laughs) That's the long and the short of it. African African leaders like a party, and if you call them to your house to talk about their family, they respond more than they would respond if another African leader called them to talk about them. That's why Voltaire or JICA or whatever, whether it's Japan or China, if they call leaders and they come to Beijing and talk, they take their delegation, lock, stock, and bar, they fly. But if President Ramaphosa today called them to Cape Town, they might just send a deputy prime, deputy minister here and there. All right, Miss Davis, I hope that answers your question. So, Victor, let's talk about the aviation industry. So, Kenya itself making history with its first Nairobi, New York direct flight. Yeah, 787 Dreamliner. That's the biggest Boeing jet you can get. So if you see that piece, of what it says is KQ, Kenya Airways, which has been flying 22 hours to New York because of the stopovers. Yesterday, in fact, the flight landed 1.45 p.m. our time and in New York with a water salute and a whole lot of things because it opened another channel. The flight used to be 22 hours. It now is 14 to 15 hours because it's direct. And the reason this is a big deal, Sabiza, is that, one, the U.S. doesn't let just any airline fly directly to New York. They have much more stringent requirements before you can land there. And secondly, it tells you something about the, the essential nature of the U.S. economy, that it's still the largest economy. And if you have a direct flight with between your country and theirs, it means there's something big. Now, think about Silicon Valley, although it's not in New York, it's on the West Coast. But think about Kenya and how we've always talked about the way they have embraced ICT, information and communication technology, to improve their life. It tells you why there are so many investors, I guess, in Kenya from the U.S. and why Kenya is going to be the pioneer and the leader of the Internet of Things in Africa. So let's talk about a cashew nut crisis on the continent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a very good source of protein, as you know, and phosphorus, whatever compounds they have. And they normally in South Africa come from Mozambique, which is, as you know, sharing a border in the north with Tanzania. So Tanzania and Mozambique, big cashew nut producers. I can't tell you if they are number one, number two, but they are big. In this case, John Magufuli, the man we call the bulldozer, paid crushed a meeting of his own prime minister. You know, it just tells you sometimes mm. why you have you, the man is called the bulldozer. The farmers are complaining about the prices they are getting from the marketing board, and they are saying it's not a good price. We are being exploited. Because remember, when the marketing board buy from farmers, they usually then go and mark up whatever. So the farmers are saying we are being exploited here. And they, and they are right in the main because that's what happens. People who buy from the farmers usually exploit them because they say take it or leave it. We are the only channel to the market you have. So John Magufuli unannounced went into the meeting and it's not close. It's in Lindy. Lindy is in the southwest 
west of Tanzania, and Tanzania is a huge country. He came in unannounced and said, listen, from now on, the auctions are going to be resumed. The farmers are going to be able to sell directly to the market because you are exploiting them. And he apologized later to his prime minister and said, sorry, I popped in unannounced, but I can't stand by Mm. while you officials are tinkering on the issue that's so important to our people. Okay, finally, we're talking about Barat Petroleum Corporation. Yeah. What is the latest on their issue, Mozambique? $100 million, I think. That's an Indian company. $100 million, I think, they're investing in, in liquefied petroleum gas. You already know that Sasol is invested in Mozambique with the, with the, with the project. So it's another indication of the petroleum industry, the natural gas or petroleum or oil, whatever it is in Mozambique, how big the deal. And if you, in, in Indian companies, much more subtle in how they invest. You have Jindal Steel, which has headquarters in Bryanston. They invested, I think, also in Mozambique. But it's just another Africa is open for business testimony. $100 million investment for an economy that's recovering after the threat of going back to war with Renamo. It's a good sign for Mozambique. Thank you, Victor. Victor Homoeswana is director and author of Africa. Is open for business.